Land Conquest. Refining your list. Some people also call this step scrubbing your list. Now that you have downloaded your list, it's time to improve it. Your list will likely contain a lot of records that will never sell to you. You'll want to remove these types of owners from your list. Now these types of owners or these types of property owners will not sell to you for various reasons, as you'll see when I go through these. First of all, utility companies. That's a common one. Now, anytime you see utility companies, whatever that is for the particular area, whether it be an electric company, water company, gas, etc., they own lots of land, these types of companies, but they need to own that land in order to um, in order to have, house their inner, inner, uh, their infrastructure. So it's not really possible for them to sell off those properties. And they're not going to respond to one of your letters and, and want to sell to you. If they do have surplus land, they likely have a process that they go through in order to sell those. Railroads, it's the same thing. It's kind of a long shot that they would sell to you, even if it was surplus land. A lot of times they've got a particular process that they go through. If you find a particular piece of land that appears that it's owned by a railroad, and they're not doing anything with it, you could also, you could reach out to them directly, but I haven't heard of any students or anyone having success sending a blind offer letter to a railroad and getting them to just send it back and accept it. Also, anytime you run into a county, city, or municipality, you'll wanna remove those from your list as well because they're not gonna to sell to you in this type of way. Homeowner associations, you'll see those commonly in the list as well. Homeowner associations, they typically have some common areas, and those common areas are not something that they are going to sell. So you might as well take them off your list. Also, schools uh, could be public, private, universities, and colleges also. They are not going to sell to you in this manner. Large corporations, it's probably not a good idea to keep those in your list. Say you find something owned by Coca-Cola or Exxon or something like that. They're not going to respond to one of these letters and sell to you. This is not the type of seller that you are looking for. Also, sometimes you'll run into owners with multiple properties. Now, this is a judgment call. This is actually pretty frequent. So you might run into you know, a particular county or something. You may see someone with 20 properties on there. Now, I don't think I'd recommend you sending a letter to every single one of their properties uh, because that's a lot of money that you will be wasting mail, and they'll get 20 letters in the, in the mail, and it might be a little bit overwhelming. But uh, I may mail I may mail three out of twenty or something like that uh, to just get their attention. And also, I include some verbiage on our letters that says, "Hey, if you've got other properties to sell, let us know, and we would love to talk to you about them." So, if there are owners with multiple properties, you'll need to make a judgment call. What's what's the number of properties that you want to keep on the list, and then you also want to remove the excess above that amount. So that's a criteria that you'll have to come up with on your own. So records you should not remove from your list, um, LLCs, corporations, or trusts. It's pretty common that you'll see properties titled in this way. Could be some random LLC, some random corporation, some trust. Now, a lot of times, there's, these are just regular people that own these properties in these types of entities. And we've purchased tons and tons of properties that were owned in certain entities like this. So I wouldn't remove those type of properties um, myself. Now, I, notice, I know other land investors do recommend removing those types of properties. But uh, just as a matter of experience, we've purchased a lot of properties from those types of sellers. So I, I, I couldn't imagine not having done those deals. So I would definitely keep those in your list. Also churches, that's one that you would think, oh, that's probably not worth it to mail to them. But a lot of times properties end up getting 
donated to churches, and then they take title in the name of that church. So it's uh, we've done a number of deals with churches over the years, and churches, uh, you know, they'll generally have a little board meeting or discussion and determine whether they want to sell uh, to you, but but they are definitely open to selling these assets that they have that are donated to them. So I would definitely keep those in your list if I were you. So the bottom line is when you're refining your list, you're going to have to go through these spreadsheets and these lists either before you download it or after you download it. And you'll just have to go through them kind of, it's a little bit of a tedious process, but you just have to go through it um, and uh, on a one-by-one level and just kind of remove those ones that appear to be records that would not make sense. Now, I wouldn't get overly bogged down with this process, and it's something that you can even hire an assistant to help you out with once you kind of get things rolling a little bit. But I definitely recommend spending some time and scrubbing down your list. You'll get a better return on your investment, um, and it will be a little tedious, like I said, but it, I think it is well worth your time, and it'll save you some, some mailing costs for sure.